0: and welcome to the New Day Podcast, where we talk about life, what it's throwing at us, and, well, how we deal with it. I'm Ian, a learning and development nerd here in Salt Lake City with passions for communication. Well, I always say technology, but we don't really talk about tech all that much.
1: Well, we do sometimes.
0: Sharing what I find as I discover my road to Zen. With me, as always...
1: I'm Angela. My passions are being a stay-at-home mom and grandma. I have had many careers over the years, honestly, and I enjoy sharing the lessons that those careers have taught me. It's a passion of mine to find a lesson in almost any situation and try to share what I've learned to help other people.
0: This week, speaking of passions, yes, we are delving into an area a lot of us have had to have over the last year, especially.
1: Especially this year.
0: We're barreling in on a year of Ugh. the COVID pandemic craziness here in the U.S.
1: And I think a lot of us are hitting a wall. I mean, a big time, okay, I'm just fatigued. I'm exhausted.
0: That article uh, that I found and shared out with everybody out of the Huffington Post.
1: Yeah, that was a good one.
0: It really did sum up.
1: Yeah, for and, sure.
0: And for me, it was kind of, oh, I'm I'm not going crazy feeling the way I'm feeling right now.
1: Everyone else is feeling it. And that's good to know. It Doesn't it feel good when you know you're not alone? <laughs> I mean, it really I, does. I'm not
0: crazy. Everybody's crazy. Uh, I'm I'm my own flavor of crazy. (laughs) As we delve into this, the topic we wanted to talk about was Mm -hmm. grit.
1: And it seems like when I said the word grit to my husband, he's like, like, true grit? (laughs) He's
0: like sandpaper. (laughs)
1: Yeah. No, I mean, grit. I mean, what do you think? What do you think
0: of grit, Ian? So with grit, I think back to a book that I I know you and I both have Mm -hmm. perused through, uh, Angela Duckworth. I was introduced to her stuff a couple times -hmm. TED Talks and whatnot. Yeah. That was also brought up in my classes last summer because it was all business related. Yeah. So for me, it's always resiliency. It's overcoming those difficult situations. Right. A lot of people call it powering through.
1: Right. Maybe a perseverance Mm -hmm. for how to get through difficult situations. And it can be any kind of a situation. Yes. It can be applied in business, like you said. In my life, it can be applied in, it's not always easy being a stay-at-home mom and grandma. And sometimes you got to persevere through that.
0: You also look at it, it, it was brought up a lot as students.
1: Yeah, oh for sure, especially for sure.
0: this last year. A lot I, I go to University of Utah here in Salt Lake mm-hmm. and it is a very traditional in-classroom pride themselves on their in-classroom experiences. That's true. I specifically chose them for my communications degree because I like in-person classes. Yeah, to be in a situation where I don't get to do that—that's
1: <laughs> it's tough.
0: And I made the transition to online because I have done a lot of online classes before. Then, right to really do online classes well, you have to self-manage, and that's tough. It, it's a lot tougher than you think.
1: Oh, it is. I've watched my 15-year-old. He's been all online. For most of the last year, be
0: thriving though,
1: but he is. He's one of those rare ones where he, but it. It took him a little bit to find that. He, oh, I can watch that later. I can do that later. I can get to it any time. And he finally learned that self-managing himself and just saying, nope, I'm going to get in. I'm going to do it now. The second the assignment opens up, he does it. He watches what he needs to and he gets it done.
0: So in Canvas, they, they've got different views right. that you can do, right? Right. It defaults. And I hate the default view because <laughs> it's just the tiles of the classes. Yeah. There was one day where I was kind of dinking around playing with settings because I was looking for something that somebody had mentioned in. The class found the task view.
1: Oh, yeah. Where it yep. just
0: line items and it shows you day by day what is due and it shows you what's mm-hmm. upcoming and you can go and see if you missed anything. Game changer for me. <laughs> Super big game changer. I mean, I was used to seeing it kind of over in the column. Me being the task list person that I am. Yeah. I see that view, and I have when I hear people complaining about, well, I didn't know that was due, I'm like, what view are you using? What do you mean? <laughs> I'll quickly jump on Zoom or something and show them. And I'm like, do this. And they're like, "Oh, why isn't this the default view? I'm like, I know. (laughs) Grit takes so many forms in our lives. It does. Angela Duckworth, if, if you get a chance, go in. She's got a ton of... TED Talks.
1: She does. And most of them are six minutes. Mm-hmm. And they're really quick. But man, does she pack them with information. And not to the point where you feel overloaded, but where you walk away going, that's actually more simple than I thought it was.
0: And when, when you understand her background, yes, it's a very fascinating <laughs> it, journey.
1: We were discussing it before we recorded. Yeah. She started as a management consultant, went to be a teacher, and then decided to be a psychologist. Isn't that quite the uh, arc
0: of... I look at kind of my journey through school where I started with like IT and then it was, well, I'll switch to business. No, I don't like those math requirements. I'm going to go (laughs) with communication. I love communication. I'm now starting to see areas that I can kind of blend some of the other stuff that I studied
1: which is good into
0: there. I think that's part of the joy for me of my journey through school uh-huh. is being able to see, okay, well, what else could this dovetail in and, and kind of going different ways,
1: which she actually talks about. You're always asking the questions, the background questions in your head of where can this take me? What else can I do with this? What else can I apply this to? And having those questions in your head are key for that grit that gets you through to the next situation you need to be in.
0: Not too long ago, I think it was in the last couple of months, I was driving home from being up on campus. Uh-huh. She had been on the Hidden Brain podcast, with oh, the okay. Shankar yeah. from NPR, which one of my favorites. I just, I love his stuff. <laughs> Sometimes it's just, huh, oh, didn't, didn't really think about that. <laughs> yeah. It's just good, good stuff. But she was on there. And one thing that she talked a lot about was creating her purpose.
1: Yes. As, as yes. she goes
0: through this. Yeah. And how your purpose will drive what you you stand behind and what you're going for.
1: And this will go back to some of the things we've talked about, having that self-talk with yourself, Mm -hmm. knowing your mind, knowing who you are, what you want to do, who you want to be. Do we all know that? No. I'm 50 years old and I don't 100% know. I have a pretty good idea, but finding your purpose is going to give you that grit that you need to persevere
0: and she talks about knowing your why yeah she basically says you kind of have to recycle through it five times yeah to go deeper and you almost kind of feel like a kid talking to yourself like a toddler <laughs> why 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 you and have to she, do that but when it gets so refined that you can in really two sentences mm-hmm. why am I doing what I'm doing and it becomes this clarity for you yep. where you can go this is what I want
1: And that's great when you can get to that. It really is.
0: When you have that purpose, that why, and you start going, this is everything that I want. Right. It becomes your driving factor. So when times get tough, a class you don't want to (laughs) take, I'm going to learn this software, the stat software, if it kills me, (laughs) I will learn it.
1: A class you don't want to take, let's say you're not good at that class and you fail.
0: Mm -hmm. That's okay.
1: That's when your grit comes into play is those failures. And you do have to be willing to fail and learn.
0: my business classes that I took last summer, I really, really enjoyed them. And some of them, awesome, super like, yeah, one of them was, why are you wanting to go into business? What do you want to do? Why do you want to go? And it was a lot of digging deep on these concepts. There were other ones that were teaching you about financial analysis and- (laughs)
1: <laughs> I think I would have tuned that out, honestly.
0: Uh, that one was a trouble. Nothing against the professors. They were super knowledgeable. They would always help. They would always answer questions. Definitely the classes that were more, me, yeah. the ethereal why. <laughs> yeah. To me, that's the stuff that makes me tick.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. I, I would agree with that.
0: Knowing your why, your purpose. Mm-hmm. We, we've talked about Simon Sinek in his book, yeah. Start With Why. That takes it a little bit more yeah. business-related. But it all it, it's funny how many people all arrive at that same Point of why? Oh, for sure. When it becomes the why, the purpose, you are so more intrinsically motivated. So when things do get tough, yeah, you know exactly why you're doing it. There, there's the concept she has in her book about talent yep. versus. Grit.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or, or
0: determination or whatever you want to call
1: skill, it. Skill, whatever you want to. But it's, it's interesting because she was saying the reason she went into psychology was she mm-hmm. wanted to know the why. Why were some students more successful? Was it demographics? Was it, you know, lifestyle? Was it they had the talent for that? What was, what was driving some of these students to excel and some of these students to not? And more times than not, she said talent's great and having talent is wonderful, but it's not as important as having the skill and the mindset to propel yourself forward
0: yeah. she mentions in her talks yes relates back to one of our favorite books yes carol deweck's mindset carol deweck yep talks about in a great amount of detail of yes you she have does. to just keep going at it that growth mindset when, when you look at it and go this is tough and, right. and acknowledging it yes right. this is tough but i'm gonna do it
1: angela duckworth one of the things she said that i really liked talent count or effort counts twice talent counts one. And she kind of gave you a little equation. She said talent times effort equals skill and skill times effort equals achievement. Yes. So there you go. Effort counts way more than talent. She's trying to say that. You can be naturally talented at something. Let's say playing the guitar. Some people pick it up. They can play it. It's easy. Some people pick it up and they're not very good at it when they first start, but they put in that effort and they put in that power through, learn it, and they're just as good.
0: I think back to we've talked about different skill sets that mm-hmm. you and I would like to develop.
1: Yeah. Oh, we've so, definitely so with, discussed with that.
0: Mine writing. I, I really want to work on developing my writing talents more. I have a lot of folks that I work with that we're looking to start a Toastmasters group. Oh, very cool. What is the number one fear of people in America?
1: The number one?
0: Number one. What are people most terrified about?
1: I would say failure, but that's me personally.
0: So. Public speaking.
1: Okay. That I get to because I have no problem with it. <laughs> but i know but it's that's something not true every right true. and it's true i've learned it i debate was one of my favorite classes in the whole world to learn that
0: do you remember the first time you got up and spoke in public oh my gosh yes like, like in a group yes when was, when was yours
1: it was a church talk okay which Seriously, I got up there and I kept the paper right up to my nose and I read the whole thing as fast as I can. It, and was, got off. it was supposed to be like a two Done. minute talk and it was like 30 seconds. And then this is, and I'm, I didn't want to look at anybody. I didn't want to see anybody. I was just read it and get down.
0: You and I grew up in, in the LDS faith we and we, we went through kind of similar things. I remember the first big group of mm-hmm. strangers. Ooh. Your your ward, your your branch, whatever you want to call it. It was one thing. In high school, my senior year, I was running for state, not stake, state. And I have to make that difference here in Utah. (laughs) President for FBLA, Future Business Leaders in America. And I got up in front of good old Wyoming's FBLA. And yes, there was FBLA chapters in Wyoming, not just future farmers. It wasn't
1: future cattle?
0: Future farmers. farmers. Okay. okay, FFA okay. was very okay. big. We okay. had to compete for money.
1: And I'm not knocking that, by <laughs> the way. It's a Wyoming joke. It's not
0: It's not a farmer joke. There was me and one other girl that oh, we're running. Okay. We had to get up and give our speech oh, man. in front of people. And I had practiced <laughs> and practiced and practiced so I could not have to look at my note cards. And I get up there and I look out, and it's probably 350 to 500 people. Mm-hmm. I remember I had a hold of that podium, <laughs> and I Death was shaking trip. so bad. Uh, yeah, like... You, <laughs> that was not going. I'm lucky I didn't break the sides of the podium off. I kept trying to count to myself to pace myself because uh, yeah. the, the speeding up. Right. At work, we have a few people that were, were kind of bummed because we didn't get to do. To- we were just starting to <laughs> get ready to launch when COVID happened and we had to work from home. I talked with one of the gals that signed up and she goes, oh, I really hope we get to do Toastmasters this year. And I said, well, we'd really like to. Yeah. And she goes, I'm just terrified to speak. I took a public speaking class last. No, it wasn't last it was summer before.
1: Oh, wow. It's been a while. Uh,
0: Time is weird. When I took this class, there was only 10 of us, including the instructor. So it wasn't a very big class. But when I think back to that versus speaking in front of that 500 people. Right. The 500 people, I I had to do that several (laughs) times that year. Yeah. And it got easier every time I did it. And 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 she talks a lot about the practice piece.
1: And part of that, it's like I said, that effort. Mm -hmm. You have to keep trying. Uh, My 15-year-old just, signed up for his classes for next year yep he gets his associate's degree at the same time he gets his high school degrees his classes are a little more challenging but his teacher said you have a choice between taking humanities or public speaking and he's like well i suck at public speaking i'm not taking i'm taking humanities and i looked at him and said that's exactly what you need to take public Mm -hmm. speaking and i actually pushed him to do it because the only way you're going to do Get over it is to put that effort in and try. And it's not easy. Oh my gosh, it's it, not.
0: It is a major skill.
1: It is, and it's
0: hard to walk in front of a group. Now I do it every day. It, it's nothing to walk into a room now and be like, hi. Yeah, and I did and it too. Let's talk.
1: Because I was a trainer for a major uh, mm-hmm. retailer, I was head of uh, personnel and training, and walked into 150 new associates all the time, and I had to just get up and talk. And it just got easier the more I did it. And now to me, it's like, eh, okay, mm-hmm. I can do it. And I'm not talented at it, though. That's the thing I'm going to point out. I wasn't super talented. It wasn't a natural talent. No. Some people can get up there and they're just
0: naturals. I don't know that anybody is a, a great orator.
1: <laughs> I wasn't. It took a lot of skill. It took a lot of effort. And I just kept trying.
0: You have to really buckle down. In fact, she worked with, oh, I wish I could remember the guy's name. But the guy that came up with the ten thousand hour rule. Oh yeah. Oh. I, I can't think of his name right now.
1: Oh, I know I wrote it down too.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Dang it. Go ahead, I'll shuffle papers but for a sec.
0: He came up with the rule that if you want to master something, you have to put in ten thousand hours. Yes. To to make yes. it a such a good to, to master a skill. Now I've seen a lot of other things that are like, well, do you really need to put in the ten thousand hours to be this this master of it, <laughs> or do you need to be just good enough you can do it? Well, Depending on what you're trying to do. I mean, if you're trying to be a celloist with a orchestra, well, you probably do need to put in those 10,000 hours. <laughs> right. Last night I was going through one of my classes on branding and he was talking about if you want to do really well at branding, you really should have a basic understanding of Photoshop. Oh, that makes sense. That way, if you need to make a slight change to an image or, or something you're putting out there, you can do it yourself. You don't have to run over to somebody and go, Fix I it. need you to change this. <laughs> and he's right. Do you need to he goes, I would encourage you to get an intermediate level of Photoshop. That's one class that I always kind of wanted to take, but it <laughs> always fills up. Chandler is a huge proponent of YouTube University, where you just go, and you know that's what? probably what I'm going to end up doing.
1: My husband owns many degrees on YouTube University, especially when it comes to fixing cars and things around the house. And
0: bikes. Yeah, he was going to start riding this week, but we got snow. Now, if you get a chance, I would highly recommend you pick up angela's book you know what
1: it's a it's it's a good book like and 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 it's an easy read it's super easy read and you're gonna walk away going you know i'm glad i read that then watch some of her ted talks if you don't Mm -hmm. feel like you have time to to read her book that's fine i mean audiobooks are super easy to listen to
0: well when i when i post the links i usually they're amazon links to the books but it's also a link to where you can get it in depending on the format. It's right. in paperback, hardback, yeah, yeah. audiobook. I, audiobooks are huge. I shouldn't purchase as many audiobooks <laughs> as I do. I choose. I probably have 40 still that I need to listen to.
1: Well, me too. And I actually find it's easier for me, especially with I've been very open about vision problems I'm having. Things are improving every day. Audiobooks for me is a way for me to still do that skill that I enjoy, which is reading and learning here. And when I'm out walking or just mind-numbingly cleaning the house or whatever. You put one of those on and, man, does it make your time go. And you gain so much from it. So anyway. Well, you
0: can always speed them up. You can slow well, you them can. down. I highly so recommend it. If at, you get a chance, Angela Duckworth, Grit is, is the name of the book, yes. and her definition is grit, a combination of passion and, and perseverance. perseverance.
1: Yes. And her TED Talks, like I said, six-minute TED Talks. And she's open about, I don't want to keep going on and keep rambling. This is what we're talking about this time, and I'll see you next time. And But I highly recommend they're just on
0: YouTube. There's another woman that I found last year when we were going through this of uh-huh. courses about business. She came up through the harvard business review okay and i know you found her stuff too shannon huffman polson
1: yes she's good
0: too very big in the leadership and resilience yes arena and her talks that she gives she really she's fascinating woman so Mm -hmm. at the age of 19 she had scaled several mountains including mount denali okay i'm lucky if i can get up the hill here, you know, Harley's <laughs> in, in Salt Lake. But she did that. And then she actually went into the army and she rose up through the ranks. She became one of the first female pilots for helicopters in the army. Which is great. What is- this, this was back when it, that was taboo. It, did, it just didn't women happen. Women did not fly. No. A lot of it is she shares her stories about how she really kept asking for opportunities. And she was told some very blatant sexist things back then. Oh, I'm sure she was. Where she'd be like, well, you know, I, I really want to fly. And, and she talks about her first meeting with a commander mm-hmm. out of the ROTC, out of her college, where she was went in and met with him. And he's like, you realize you will never fly. <laughs> she went right back and she got transferred from reserves into active duty just so it put her up to where she could have the possibility. Which is great. She kept going and asking for responsibilities and asking for one more task until they got to the point where they were like women can fly it's it's an option and she was first on the list.
1: She was ready to go because she kept she just kept putting in that effort she needed to.
0: She does reference Angela's work a lot?
1: She does. That's true. Actually, I found her to uh, reference her Way more than I thought she would. Yeah,
0: Angela is kind of the the pinnacle of of reference when it comes to grit. She seems to be. If you also get a chance, look at Shannon's stuff. Oh, Shannon's she, stuff is she's great done too. A, several different webinars with Harvard, right? Their Leadership Institutes that they do through the Business Review, and she talks more about grit like it's a muscle that you ha- when you see it how is. she, yeah. she it, rose up through the army, it makes sense. She goes, you "Always ask for a task and and exercise your grit like a muscle." So when situations call for you to have that resilience. Yes. You can stretch yourself a little bit further.
1: You can't. Angela Duckworth referenced Darwin in her book. How Darwin was not a natural at what he did. And and what did Darwin? Who do we think of when we think of Darwin? The Evolution. stickers on the
0: back of the cars.
1: Evolution. Does that help? Does that does that bring that up? He he just he had a natural passion for it and he just asked the natural questions and he set himself into a position where he could learn about this stuff. He could find out about this stuff and he gave us some of the greatest insights that we've ever had into the study of evolution, right? He uh, listed how he did this. He found the questions that fascinated him. He was curious. So he kept those questions in his mind and he strove towards doing something every day to help him learn something about those questions that were driving him. He found a way to be better at finding that information every day and he did whatever it takes to improve his understanding of those things. And that seems a pretty general thing to say, but it was interesting to see because, you know, when you think of some of these greats like Einstein and Darwin and let's I mean, I could keep naming people. They weren't naturals at what they did, but they had a passion for it and they... Put in the effort to learn and to make accomplishments happen
0: that's why i really like Holson. she's very complimentary she, she is very much but i like her analogy of a muscle and and she talks the it, muscle is great the big question that came to her in one of the interviews i saw was well if i don't have that skill set if i'm not used to the tough things if i'm not used to taking on the tough tasks. Right. How do I do that? Take on things that are a little bit tougher than what you're used to. And you build from there. Think about it in one of the quotes she has is you don't have to immediately run and do something. So you you don't have to go run and climb a mountain. Very first thing. Correct. You can look at a hill. Right. And say, well, I'm going to go up that. I think about you and I've talked about running with Josh.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh
0: And he is not didn't immediately start running his marathons.
1: No. And he he. He walked a lot of them, actually, and that's how I'm going to do probably my first marathon. I'm probably going to walk it,
0: but it's a start. We have MCAT.
1: Yes. Oh, MCAT.
0: And and she's funny. Little Spitfire. Oh, you need to run. And I'm like, I don't run. (laughs) I've never ran. I don't like running. And she's like, no, no, no. I'm going to get you there.
1: I always say, is there someone chasing me? Because if there's not, I'm not running. A
0: clown with a knife? Is there a serial killer behind me? Because no. It's that elephant analogy. Yeah. How, how do you eat, eat an elephant? I One bite at a time. Yeah, that's right. That's all you do. So with grit, it's something that we need to exercise. It's something that we, I, I think if we go grit, well, grit's admirable. It is. It's great. The, whatever term you want to associate with it. Then you have the other side of the coin, which is stubbornness. True. Now, I have been accused of this more than once.
1: I'm not stubborn at all, not even a little bit.
0: Now, the funny thing is, I've heard you call Chris stubborn. No, I'm way more stubborn. I'm
1: way more stubborn than he is. That was a complete sarcastic joke. Anyone that knows me knows I'm a stubborn brat.
0: Stubborn can sometimes be a good thing in in the context of a project or. For sure. I'm not going to let this get the best of me. For sure. A lot of us have hit that point of exhaustion though this year.
1: Oh. I know I have, like it just came on just suddenly, just I was making good strides and things were good. And all of a sudden, it's just like a oh,
0: brick wall. It's It's been tough. One concept that I think we need to pair with this and th- that I want to dive deeper into mm-hmm. is rest. We need to talk a lot more about rest, sleep.
1: We do. It's, it's definitely, I mean, we kind of touched on it in our burnout episode, how it's very normal at some point in your life. But re- we want to reach try a and burnout. prevent. But we want to <laughs> try to out. help you get to the point that you can prevent hitting that burnout phase. Because I know I'm there, and I'm trying really hard to persevere through it. But ooh, I'm having a tough time.
0: It, it worked. The most common term, power through, right? Power through. Power through. Yeah,
1: it's not happening so much for me right now.
0: I, that's why I think we're we'll we'll broach we, rest as a topic as a whole because I think, I, I think we, think we, we need to try and figure out how to get to the point where we're not experiencing that burnout. I, I
1: mean, I did take some time this week, and I haven't done this, and I'm. Literally a year I mm-hmm. have not gone and had my hair cut and colored. And I've done it myself and it looks terrible, but I went and had a self-care day. I went and got my brows done, I had them color my hair, I cut, and I'm then I went home and I took a nap. Now I haven't done something like that in a Naps. while, and I'm going to be honest with you, I felt really good.
0: Having grit, determination, powering through mm-hmm. doing what you need to do, being resilient. Mm-hmm. Getting through difficult situations, but allowing yourself a bit of a break.
1: You have to take them.
0: And and not be so stubborn to the point that it is detrimental to your health, your situation, or relationships. Right. Or or anything else.
1: Part of having grit in that effort is knowing when to take a step back and say but i'm going to still move forward but right now i need to take a step back for a few minutes and then power f- forward from there because yeah. that's part of grit that's part of being able to, t- to seeing the failures and taking a break is not a failure folks i Oops. hate to tell you that but it's be- not. being
0: able to take a step back and objectively observe what's yeah going
1: and on. say you know what if i keep going the at the rate i'm going i'm going to be so burned out i'm not even going to want to be happy once i'm there once i've reached for this goal i'm so burned out i just don't want to do it so you got to take that step back
0: Weekly challenge. Okay, let's do it. I think we all need to start with what is our why? I think we need to find that purpose. A lot of what we did in December, a lot of our other episodes we've done recently have really will help you with that. It will. But I think we need to take Angela Duckworth's advice and go kind of five levels deep for sure. I want to do this. Why? Okay. Okay. Well, I like that she says you really need to go five levels of why deep in order what to do get do? to the true depth. She has some fantastic mission statements that she's mm-hmm. kind of written for herself. Yep. And I'm actually going to use this as an exercise to get ready to put my personal statement out there for my master's program, because okay. I have to put that together by the end of March, I think, okay. March, first part of April. I think we need to focus in on what is our purpose? That's really going to help us get to the point where we can drive into our grit. That's always is going to be something that we can revisit as we go through there look at what you're you're going through what are your goals mm-hmm. what is it you kind of set forward for yourself, right. maybe habits that you're wanting to alter. Is that mission statement or vision statement, whatever you want to call it for yourself, is that something you can use to really push through to mm-hmm. the next level and something that you can revisit in tough times where you can remind yourself, why am I doing this?
1: You do have to have that in the back of your head, why the why. And you can go so far as to put it up on a mirror, make a sign, why the why is in this and
0: list it. Yeah. I think we start with that. Yeah. This that's week great. That's great. On grit. And also, if you get a chance, if this, helps you, or you think it might help somebody else, please be sure to subscribe or follow, depending yes. on your platform. Give us a rating if you're on Apple Podcasts. Yep. Leave us a review, I should say. Well, and rating. That helps us get out there more it than does. anything. It does. If you get a chance also, be sure to let us know what are ways that you've shown grit or what what areas are you struggling with with grit? What, what situations have you proven you have grit or resiliency in?
1: We like to hear those stories, so please feel free to share them. And it doesn't have to be publicly. You can no. do it in Messenger or however you'd like to find us.
0: You can find us on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can find us both on Twitter, too.
1: We are both on Twitter.
0: I'm not as active. Uh, but me either. Find us on any of those platforms. Until next time, have a great week, everyone.
1: Have a nice week.